pricing is a very sensitive thing depending on what kind of industry you're in. And so we've got this list here of like expenses and insurance and all these things. But the reality of a service-based business is labor. <laughs> labor is going to be super duper expensive. Mm -hmm. And like right now, I think labor, including office staff and everything, is taking up 75% of our revenue. So that's just to give you an idea of where this is going to go. So yeah, you can get crazy with it and tell us how much your insurance costs and how much your cleaning equipment costs and all those things. But realistically, you got to cover labor. Grow your cleaning business, make more money, have more time. This is the Profit Cleaners Podcast with your hosts, Brandon Condry and Brandon Shane. Welcome back, everyone, to another episode of The Profit Cleaners. I'm your host, Brandon Shane. I'm joined by my co-host. Brandon Condry. That's right. And we're here to help you guys take it to the next level. We're here to grow your cleaning business, grow your service business, level up your game, and help you win in this market. So let's get started. Today, we've got a very special episode for you guys. It's all about pricing. Pricing. <laughs> and we get so many questions about pricing. A lot of people are always asking, how are you guys doing pricing? And how are you winning those bids? And what's your strategy? And what's your mindset behind that? So we're going to be talking about pricing even more in depth today. Stay tuned until the end because we've got a really cool tool that we're going to be giving away. Pricing matrix tool that's going to tie all this together, make it really, really clear and clarify how you can get to those numbers. We're going to share how we got this matrix put in place in the first place, how we reverse engineered it in the mm -hmm. beginning. So yeah, guys, and we're going to dive into some examples on just some houses, what a typical maybe 2,000 square foot house or something like that might look like, yeah. and how you price all that stuff. So let's dive into the episode, because yeah. this is a big one. So we had previously recorded a different episode about pricing. Here's how you do it. Call some competition and figure it out for your market. We needed a bit more detail, so we're going to give you guys a little bit more detail on it. So... There are a variety of pricing methods, hourly, flat rate, per job, whatever. Yeah. The one that we have landed on and has worked well for us, we've never changed it, it's been that way since the beginning, is square footage base. So ours is square footage base, mm -hmm. but it's not linear, if that makes sense. It's not $20 per square foot. There's a minimum and then these tiers afterwards, and we'll explain all that here in a second. So how did we get to the rate matrix? Yeah, well, I guess we'll start out saying a lot of people target the one-time customers, which mm -hmm. we do have still one-time customers. And obviously it's a big part of our business still, but we're moving more towards the recurrent. So yeah. like, you have to start out in the beginning, just doing whatever businesses you can get just to get bootstrapped and get going. But as you get going more, you're going to notice that you're probably going to want to focus more on those recurring clients. That's where the bread and butter is. And so you're moving the pricing maybe less from hourly or one-time to more of that recurring area. And that's where you want to go. So let's just break it down for you. Okay. So the rate matrix that came from the original software we used, which was called service autopilot. And the way that that worked was you plugged in a minimum and then every tier beyond that in terms of square footage increased the amount by X. Mm -hmm. So we had used numbers that our mentor was using as a jumping off point, And then we slowly retooled those over time. And that was based on getting a feel for the market for the competition. Like what was the big franchises charging for cleaning, that took a long time to hone it in. So we're trying to give you a little bit of a shortcut on how to get there faster. So the way the matrix is broken up, we have seven different service types that are in there. So we have a one-time clean, an initial clean, weekly, bi-weekly, and monthly, and then move in and move out clean. Move in and move out are really the same thing. It's the same procedure whether you're moving in or moving out. So it's just a moving clean. 
The difference between one time and initial is that if you as a customer are not going to give me the time of day to be able to <laughs> clean your house on a recurring basis, like you're, we just want a deep clean once a year, fine, I'm going to charge you for the annoyance of having to come out there once a year instead of all the time. So we charge more for those. We charge more for a one-time clean than we do. Well, moving cleans is the most expensive, but any normal clean where we're not cleaning inside of cabinets and appliances, that's the most expensive one. Yeah, and the reason why is because there's so many variables. There's so many factors that could go wrong. It's extra dirty. There's all these things that you don't even normally clean in a move-out clean because there's furniture that's moved out of the way and a lot more dust and things accumulated. Yeah. So, But even know. on the one-time clean, like the reason we're charging more there is not because the customer's annoying. It's that right. like, if we're only coming in there once every 12 months, I don't know what you did to that house in the last 12 months. Like, you will get some of that from the estimate. We'll see it if they chose to do a Zoom estimate. But we need to account for that variability of you are just a crazy, dirty person, and we're <laughs> going to clean up after you. So that's how we do it. The jumping off point for the rate matrix is what it costs to clean a 1,000-square-foot house every two weeks. Everything else in the tool is built off of that. Right. So what did we base that cost of? How did we get there? Pricing is a very sensitive thing depending on what kind of industry you're in. And so we've got this list here of like expenses and insurance and all these things. But the reality of a service-based business is labor. <laughs> labor is going to be super duper expensive. Like right now, I think labor, including office staff and everything, is taking up 75% of our revenue. So that's just to give you an idea of where this is going to go. So yeah, you can get crazy with it and tell us how much your insurance costs and how much your cleaning equipment costs and all those things. But realistically, you got to cover labor. That's the right. One. Like realistically, yeah, like the cleaning equipment we thought and like a lot of the tools and the liquids and the chemicals are very minimal. When you look at the mm -hmm. comparison to the labor, it's very, very minimal. So yeah. Yep. And even then you have some play there. Like we were just talking this morning about scrapping disposable gloves in exchange for heavier duty <laughs> reusable ones. They would still get sanitized in between the houses, but that was one of the things over the course of 2020 and the pandemic that gloves just got so expensive. So like in that case, like doing pricing related to those things, we actually had to do a price adjustment. We had a fee in place to cover PPE, mm -hmm. personal yeah. protective equipment. So even if you're going to take that into a pricing, those are little dials that you can tweak by swapping out tools or buying from a different supplier. I don't want you to think so much about what are the expenses on the back end that we're trying to cover. In the beginning, it's going to be expensive. So yeah. like in the beginning, like you're going to have to cover rent and lots of other fixed costs that will get more and more diluted. Every fixed cost you have just becomes a less bigger percentage as you get bigger and bigger and bigger. So right. you do need to take into those <laughs> things account. But really what we're trying to cover is the hourly and you, the owner's salary. We've got to cover that stuff. Yeah. And everyone's market's going to be different. I mean, everyone's going to have expenses and they're going to need to buy equipment and tools and the labor, of course, but your market's always going to be different. So if you're in Canada, we're down here in Albuquerque, and yeah. it's going to be drastically different how much you're paying your people. And also in general, how much people are willing to pay because the market's different, the economy is different, their salaries are different, the demographics, it's all different everywhere you go. So we got specific questions like, how much would you charge to clean a 5,000 foot house every week? Well, man, that is going to be so much different if we are in Albuquerque, where New Mexico has gross receipts tax. So that means that we have to charge sales tax on every dollar that we bring in as a business. Colorado does not charge sales tax if you are performing a service. They only charge sales tax on physical goods. So up there, we could be more aggressive with the pricing because we weren't having to cover the tax on top of it. You know what I'm saying? So that question, how much do you charge for a 5,000 square foot house? That is so heavily market dependent, and that's going to develop this tool for. We're going to tell you about that at the end. That's going to give you a little bit more control over those numbers. So, if we were cleaning in LA, 
versus tiny town in Arkansas. <laughs> There's different things happening in those markets. Who, where do all the people that live there work? Mm -hmm. If you're in LA, people are working for movies or this or that or these big companies and they're making a lot of money, but California is expensive to live in. So mm -hmm. you're going to have to charge a lot more because you're paying your cleaners a lot more. And there's regulations mm -hmm. around taxes and insurance and all these things that are going to be different compared to a rural setting where everyone works at the local mill or something. I don't know. So like the pricing is going to be heavily dependent on what your target niche is, what kind of customer you're shooting for. Hey everyone, are you part of the tribe? If you're not, then you're gonna want in because it is literally one of the most awesome masterminds in the cleaning industry. And there's tons of people in there. We're talking about stuff to grow your cleaning business. It's free, one of the best parts about it, it's free. And you're gonna wanna be part of it. So yeah. let's tell them how to, how to do that. So to join, head over to profitcleaners.com slash Facebook tribe. See you guys on the inside. What this all boils down to is that it is a really hard question to answer. Like, I would mm -hmm. love to be able to have you send me an email saying, hey, how much do I charge for this house? Like, oh, well, it's $250. But <laughs> if you're in the wrong market and you told the customer $250, they're like, oh, my God, that is highway robbery. I'm never sending anyone your way. Or worse, they're like, oh, yeah, I'll take that all day because you underpriced it to such a degree that now you're going to go bankrupt. <laughs> right. <laughs> These are the variables that we're trying to cover. Yeah, absolutely. So... Since there's not like really a great way to definitively define like this is exactly how much you should charge in your market, maybe we could give people some examples yeah. and show them the spreadsheet tool we're talking about. And I guess in general, maybe average house square footage would be like 2,500 square feet, somewhere around sure. there. It's a pretty average house, right? Yeah. So if we just take that example, and as a matter of fact, I'll open the spreadsheet here. And guys, this is a tool that we're working on to make it more robust in the future. But again, as Brandon said, it started out very much as it is now. We've evolved it. But we're working on changing this into a much more robust tool that you guys can just plug and play yeah. a lot easier. But in the meantime, it's going to be super helpful because you guys can see, you can plug in these numbers and play with the spreadsheet yeah. and really work with it. We'll just describe it to you. So what we're going to do is we're in the show notes, you'll have a link here and it'll be on the Profit Cleaners website. It's going to be a spreadsheet. This is not fancy. It's not going to be a software that you install. It's not an app on your phone. It is going to be either a Google Sheet or an Excel Sheet. And so what we're going to do is there'll be a data entry tab where you say, we're going to ask you for a couple data points. We're going to ask you to call four competitors. And it's going to be like a mom and pop, two big franchises, and something in your niche. So like if you're trying to do environmentally friendly cleaning like we are, call someone who does that. And then we need at least three data points out of you. So we need the thousand square foot house, the big, big one, like whatever the biggest one in your market is. So if that's 6,000 square feet, then get us that number. And then you may want the one that's in the middle. So I think a pretty common square footage in the Albuquerque area is about 2,000 square feet. Mm -hmm. That's a three bedroom, two bath house. That's probably what we clean the most of. So you plug in those numbers. Tell us what the competition is charging for you. We're going to spreadsheet ninja some math on the back end. And on another tab, it's going to develop this rate matrix for you. Now, this obviously comes with a caveat. If the numbers on here spit out that you should be charging $400 for a 2,000 square foot house, and that seems way off to you, don't do it. <laughs> this doesn't, you don't have to take this as gospel and commit and put this in writing. This is just a way to give you an idea of how we would do it. We were going to come into your market. Call these people, reverse engineer this math. Boom, here's what we would charge. Right. So for instance, what we're charging right now in Albuquerque, 2,500 square feet, we base it all off the bi-weekly price. Our bi-weekly for that in Albuquerque is 160 bucks before the gross receipts tax, which is 7.875% in Albuquerque. Mm -hmm. So 160 
And then if you jump to monthly, like if we're going to come clean every two, every four weeks instead of every two weeks, it's going to go up to 185. The way that I figured that was that it's the same square footage, but it's a little bit dirtier. So dusting is going to take a little bit longer. Mm-hmm. So we have three people in there making at least 12 bucks an hour. 25 bucks is going to cover about 45 extra minutes of cost. So you could get crazy with that and try and get more margin on those. But I was just trying to account for the labor that's actually going to go into it and make sure that we cover that. Mm-hmm. So $25 difference. Weekly, you get a discount. We did that one on a percentage. So our weekly costs are a bit funky. So that one's $126.75. $126.75 if we mm-hmm. came every week. Those are typically very high margin jobs because we're usually in there, even on a 2,000 square foot house, I don't think we're going to be in there an hour if we're coming every four weeks. I mean, sorry, every week, four times a month. So, and these again are numbers that you would tweak. And then move in and move outs, charge as much as you can, like whatever the market will bear. The nice thing about move in and move outs is that those are typically contractually obligated. Someone sold a house, part of that house deal says that you have to have it professionally clean before we close on the deal. So they're going to do it. They have to do it. So the seller of that house has to cough up to pay it from a company. Sometimes those people will ask for proof that you did it, like a receipt from a company, not yourself. I remember when my wife and I bought our first house. It was in there, contractually obligated to clean. She did it herself. It was terrible. <laughs> but we wanted the house, so we weren't going to come back and be like, oh, we're returning this house because it's dirty. <laughs> so those are great. Do that. And then the last thing is the initial. So the initial is we ran into this a lot, especially with the franchises. For the first clean, they were charging a grip load, man. Like we were charging 200 bucks and they were charging like 500. And so, all right, if you want to get with the extreme capitalism, you could argue that like, yeah, just charge whatever you can squeeze out of them. But I'm not interested in getting as much money out of you as I can one time. Right, we want the long term. Yes, I want you to have our house clean at a reasonable rate five years every two weeks. That's what I want. So if it's an initial clean, they've specifically stated, we're going to get recurring service every week, every other week, every four weeks. We're going to give you a break on the initial. So for instance, for that 2,500 square foot house on our end, the initial clean is 244. The one-time clean, if someone's going to come in and request a one-time service, I don't like recurring cleaning services. I just have a deep clean every quarter or something. We're going to up that by $50. So that would be 294 instead of 244. And by doing that, you also get a little bit of a leeway with a deal, like a mm-hmm. scarcity carrot that you can dangle in the form of some pricing info. So if you had a person on the fence, I want to audition your company. I don't trust you. Right. Fine. One-time cost. It's more expensive. But I'll tell you up front that if you do sign up for recurring cleaning, we will give you the discount on that second clean. If it was $50 more to go from initial to one-time, when you get that second clean, we'll give you the $50 credit because you were wowed by our service and so you kept going. And we actually did that for a long time and we still do it. But when we were just starting to get new business, it was always a discount on that second clean, which kind of got people in the mindset of this is long term. I'm going to do more than one clean. They're looking forward to that discount. So they would oftentimes try the first one and say, okay, I liked it. I'll try one more and I'll get that discount. And after a couple of times, it's really hard for people to change. They've set up this estimate and has had somebody come out. And now if someone knows how to clean their house, it's very hard for people to change after they're kind of a creature of habit and they've started this cleaning service with you. So try to get them in the door. That's the biggest thing. And I think if you guys will notice too on these numbers, we're actually rewarding people for being more loyal and actually having more services more often, more frequency with us. So the pricing is lower for the people that are more loyal, that are more frequent, that are weekly or biweekly or monthly. And we're not penalizing, but we're just not incentivizing people to do the one times or the move out cleans. And actually those throw off our variables a ton. Like we're all about efficiencies. 
And if you want to be efficient, you can't be doing all these services and all these things like totally efficiently unless you're totally focused on the bi-weeklies, the monthly, the recurring. That's our really big focus. We'd still pick up the one-times and the move-outs because it's still revenue, but it really does throw off our efficiencies and our variables, meaning like sometimes the teams will take three or four hours. Sometimes at these houses, normally it's two hours. And so then the whole day gets pushed back and then there's overtime and there's all these things that get messed up. Yeah, so so it's a double-edged sword. I mean, in the perfect world, we wouldn't do one-times and move-outs at all. But on the other hand, like our office manager does like the one-time services move-outs because they're good schedule fillers. So if we had a customer cancel and we have this hole... They're at the 11 o'clock spot. They bailed that day. Well, now we have this gap in the middle of the day. That's a good place to slot that in. Yeah. Where you get in trouble is like what you mentioned, where it takes way longer than you thought it was, and now you've pissed off your recurring customers down below. So again, like all things good in business, it's a balance. (laughs) You got to balance that stuff out. Yeah. So the end result is go to the website, check the link in the show notes. We're going to have the sheet that you can download, or you can go to the Google Sheet link online and run it and then print it from there. So you'll plug in some info. It'll spit out, hey, this is our best guess without knowing your market at all. All we know is this competition data. That's it. This is what we think that you should charge. And you can run with that. Do it from the get-go. Listen to your customers, though. If everyone's telling you that you are super expensive, even with all the cool, fancy stuff that you would do on top of it, you probably are. And you need to adjust a little bit. And so that's what we're trying to steer you towards. Yeah, absolutely. So... I don't know if we want to give them any more examples. I think that was pretty good. Yeah, um, I, mean that, I mean, that's a basic one. So they go down by tier. So we do tiers yeah. of 300 square feet. And that's what your pricing matrix is going to be. As soon as, we, as soon as you go to the website, it's going to be the same thing. And you can take this as an example and then tweak it. So if you think 300 square feet is too big of an increment, then change it to 150 and yeah. you know, get more out of it. Yeah. So that's up to you. But that's what we found over four years in business and pushing $2 million in revenue this year, that's where we've landed. So hopefully that helps you out. Yeah. And this is, again, guys, just an evolution of what our mentor had been using and this outdated software that we're not even using anymore. We pulled it out of there. We innovated it to this level. We're continuing to work on it and make it better. But this has really proven to be an amazing tool. I mean, we used it from the beginning was plastered on our wall in the office. Remember, people would call up and say, how much for this? And, you know, Mm -hmm. like it was our guide in the beginning. It still is, obviously. But it's really a great tool. I think this is a structure and organization that is really going to help people. Yeah, so that's the goal. So I hope that guy helps. And in the meantime, keep it clean. Yeah, keep it clean, guys. If you have any comments, leave them below. If you're on watching on YouTube, if you're on the podcast, like, subscribe. Help us out, guys. We're doing this for free. We're giving out this amazing tool for free as well. So come help us out and like the video, subscribe if you're on YouTube or on the podcast. And yeah, as Brandon said, keep it clean. Keep it clean. Thanks for joining us today. To get more info, including show notes, updates, trainings, and super cool free stuff, head over to ProfitCleaners.com. And remember, keep it clean.